It's time for Calling All Sports. Today's show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, The Diamond Room, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Dakota Beverage, the South Dakota Golf Association, Cusett Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies. And welcome to a brand new week of Calling All Sports. I'm your host, Mark Ovenden. Great to be with you. And, uh, boy, it's, uh, we've, we've got so much to talk about. Got a great show today. Uh, we're, we're going to be talking all about FCS football as Jay Elson joins us from Midco Sports. He's been covering the Coyotes all season long. Brendan Webb joins us as well in the second half of the show, the senior defensive lineman from USD. And then Tyler Merriam, right after the break, will talk Jackrabbit football with us. So uh, Saturday was quite the day. Congrats, by the way, to Northwestern. They won pretty handily, and they advanced to their second consecutive national championship in the NEIA. That's a week from today in Durham, North Carolina. Matt McCarty's team has not lost a game. They're, in fact, they've won 27 games in a row. So uh, that that's quite a deal. And so is the fact that the Jackrabbits have won the same number of games in a row. Struggled a bit with Villanova on Saturday. It was a brisk day in Brookings on Saturday as uh, we were up there for our pregame show at 9 o'clock. Adam Huntmer and I stayed for... Uh, about a quarter or so and then hit the road. We set sail for Vermilion and literally did because there was a north wind that was vicious and, but it was great because, I mean, we, I don't know how much gas we used, but it wasn't a whole lot to get down to Vermilion. Now coming back was a whole different story and going to Brookings was a whole different story because you're going into the wind. But, um, yeah, we, we made it down there just in time for the start of the USD game. And, uh, and then did a post game show after that. So that was, that Saturday was one of those days in my career that I'll always look back on and say, wow, that, that was an ambitious day, but it turned out fine. The only thing that didn't turn out fine was the game in Vermilion. I, I always want our teams to win that we cover every single game they play. And my dilemma is when they play each other is I just, you know, I, I can't care. Because uh, that's my job is to cover these teams. But on Saturday, I wanted the Coyotes and the Jackrabbits to win. Wouldn't that have been cool if they could have met in Frisco for the championship game? But I'll tell you what, North Dakota State was really good. We'll we'll be talking later in the week with one of their uh, sportscasters up in Fargo who was at the game, Jack Wallace. I believe that's on Wednesday that Jack will join us. And uh, I, you know, I I talked to to Gray Zabel after the game was over. They look so good. My gosh. This is as good as they've looked in a couple of years. I mean, they they look dominant. They look like the old Bison again on Saturday with that big win. And the Jackrabbits struggled a bit with Villanova. They were ahead 10-9 to at halftime thanks to a block punt that they returned for a touchdown. But then in the second half, they, as Jimmy promised in his halftime interview, Heading to the locker room. We're, we're going to come out a different team in the second half, and boy, did they ever. Isaiah Davis ended up with almost 200 yards rushing, including a 66-yard touchdown. And that's kind of what they do to people. They've got such a great offensive line that they just wear you down, and that's what they did. They had almost 300 yards offense in the second half despite that wind and went on to win the game 23-12. to So they'll face Albany on Friday night in the semifinals. 
and the Bison go to uh, Missoula to take on the Grizzlies. That's a Saturday afternoon game, and those two winners play in Frisco on Sunday, January 7th. We're going to talk a whole lot more about all of this when we come back. Your joints are your connection points, and when they hurt, they stop you from moving freely. That's why at Sanford Health, our board-certified orthopedics and sports medicine experts are ready to help you safely restore your movement and relieve your pain with same-day joint replacement surgery options. These minimally invasive surgeries come with less risk and allow you to have a comfortable recovery at home. You don't need a referral to get started. Schedule a consultation today at SanfordHealth.org. No one has a handbook for what we're living through today, which is why the experience you have access to makes all the difference in how you make it to tomorrow. For decades, Dakota Bank has worked with ag producers through industry, economic, and regional changes. We're committed to agriculture. We're committed to the producers and families that make our communities great. Go with commitment, experience, and integrity. Dakota Bank, banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Insurance and trust not FDIC insured. I have a friend that had LASIK surgery, advanced Thompson Vision. Hearing her experiences is when I knew that LASIK could be an option for me. I wanted to go to a place that had invested a lot in the technology and was on the forefront of LASIK surgery. My vision's great. It's, I believe I'm 2015 right now. If I had to do it all over again, I would choose Vance Thompson Vision in a heartbeat. Download our free LASIK checklist at VanceThompsonVision.com. Most of the time, you don't give your garage door a second thought until it doesn't open or close. That's where Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls comes in. Our service professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you have a garage door emergency, we'll be there. And we're here for preventative maintenance, too. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. Hi, I'm Misty Carlson, and next to me is Betsy Weber, and we're with Corey Insurance. It's that time of year again when we reflect on what we're thankful for, right, Betsy? Definitely. We live in such a great city and state that continue to thrive because of all the wonderful businesses and families who call this home. We're so blessed to work for a family-owned business like Corey Insurance. We both understand the power of local shopping. When it comes to insurance, a local agent becomes part of your family. Corey Insurance is an independent insurance agency, which means we can provide you with plenty of options so we can find the plan that works best for you and your family. We represent many insurance companies with A-plus ratings, and we're confident we can find one that fits your needs. We are so thankful for our customers who trust us with their insurance. If you're looking for a local agent, we are always here to answer any questions that you might have for planning the new year. Just give us a call at 605-336-6303 or go to kouriinsurance.com. Happy holidays from all of us at Corey Insurance to all of you. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, The Diamond Room, and Comfort King. And welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Mark Ovenden. We are on 15 stations in three states, that being South Dakota, Minnesota, and Iowa. And uh, glad to have you with us, no matter where you're listening from, whether it's one of those radio stations that carries the show, or if you're listening online somewhere in the world, we're glad to have you with us and uh, looking forward to having you with us for many, many years to come. As we have, In May, we'll be 14 years old. That's hard to believe, but yeah, it's it's flown by when you're having fun. 
Uh, Saturday kind of flew by. It was a long day, I will say that. But uh, what a day it was to be up in Brookings for uh, a pregame show and then stayed for a while for the game, drove down to Vermillion, got there just in time for the game and ran into Jay Elson right away. And we, we literally walked in like two minutes before the kickoff. And they the, uh, J- the Coyotes kicked off and the Bison took the ball. And on their first play, they lost 14 yards. And it was louder than I've heard it in there in years, with the exception of the South Dakota State game, the end of that game last two years ago. Uh, and, and I just thought, wow, this is raucous. This is fun. This is going to be a great game. And, boy, from that first play on, it went downhill fast, didn't it, Jay? Yeah, it really did. And they, they got them to third and 19. And, and as silly as it seems to bottle it up into that short of a, a window in retrospect, now, after knowing what happened, um, you know, that third and 19, they, they, they give it up. Bison move the ball up to midfield on a long pass play. And it, to me, that, that really was where the, the floodgate started to open. They just really never recovered from that. And, you know, you could think about all the different ways the game could have gone. Um, if they get that third and 19 and get them off the field right there and, you know, for one, they're shortening the first quarter by a bunch, um, you would think, because they're going to get the football uh, a lot earlier and uh, have a chance to work a little clock. But, um, you know, it it just was what it was. And it uh, you hadn't seen many of those days for that team this year, and unfortunately it came at a really bad time against uh, a team that's playing its best football this season without question right now. So, um, you know, I who knows how the game would have gone if they had gotten off the field there, but I I do feel like that first half would have been significantly different uh, if they don't give up that play because it felt like the, the wind went out of the dome and the wind went out of their sails kind of all together at once. And if it if it wasn't that series, it certainly was the punt return because that made yeah. it twenty-one to three, and that's where I felt like, oh boy, this is not going to be a good day. And and I I think both of us felt like North Dakota State had the edge coming into the game. Uh, I I. I've been around for a long time, and I've seen this happen before where two really good teams play each other in the regular season. They're pretty evenly matched, and the team that won the first game, and, and in particular I'm talking about this rivalry between USD and North Dakota State, back when the Coyotes had some really good teams and they beat the Bison during the regular season, the Bison always got their number in the playoffs, and that's, for whatever reason, even though that was years ago, that I had that feeling going into this game that uh, this Bison team is playing really well, number one. And number two, it's just tough to beat a good team twice. Well, and I thought it was interesting, too. It is, absolutely. And, and not everybody subscribes to that, I think. you know. Um, but at the same time, it is, just because both teams know each other so much better. Uh, that That is true on both sides of that equation. But um, NDSU has the tradition it has for a reason and uh, consistency and getting things figured out even when things aren't going perfectly throughout the entire season is is part of the reason you know they've had teams where they haven't just rolled through the season that have gone on to win national championships and and so you you knew they were going to be a factor you knew that on selection sunday when the the bracket was released and you saw the potential for a quarterfinal matchup you knew that very well that, that that particular showdown could happen um I think if you're on USD side of things, you were certainly feeling good about the fact that it was going to be a vermilion if it did happen. Um, 
but it, it, at the end of the day, it, it, it didn't end up mattering. And NDSU um, had convinced itself that nobody believed in them, <laughs> which I, I don't know if you paid attention to the social media chatter at all, um, or you, even some of the posts from the football program, but they, they were convinced that nobody believed in them and that they had a point to prove. And that's a scary program. Yeah, you know, when you're on the other side of that, knowing that they feel like they've got something to prove, uh, you better bring your A game when you play the Bison, no matter what. But in that situation, you really, really better have your best football. And uh, USB just didn't. They didn't in any of the three phases. And um, it's hard enough to beat them with two of the three phases working in the right direction. But when all three come up short, all at the same time there's a good chance you're going to see a result like the one we did Saturday. And the Coyotes won 10 games. They were 9-2, and two, uh, 10 and 2 with that first playoff win, 9-2 and two in the regular season. One loss was to to Missouri, which turned out to be a top-10 team. And uh, mm-hmm. I thought they played Missouri pretty well. I mean, they played Missouri a whole lot better than they played North Dakota State on Saturday. Uh, and their other loss was, was a bad one to South Dakota State. Uh, and that... That game was almost eerily similar, although the floodgates didn't open as early in that game as they did Saturday. But in terms of being one-sided, it just felt mm-hmm. like once it got rolling the wrong way, there was nothing they could do to stop it. Um, yeah. Aside from that, I mean, they just had such an incredibly the, – the turnaround from last year to this year is almost hard to believe, Jay. Yeah, three wins to ten. Um, they won seven games in the Valley for the first time ever. Uh, seeded in the, in the postseason for the first time ever, um, you know, reached the quarterfinals for the first time ever. I mean, it just, the list is long of things that, that these guys accomplished this year that had never been done before or very seldom been done before in, in some other cases. So, um, you know, it, it, there's, there's nothing that can take away from that. I, under, I understand the result, you know, was hard to, hard to take, hard to swallow, certainly for, for the guys in that locker room. Um, after having all that success, but I think that's what makes it hurt as bad as it does for them right now is, is they had had a tremendous season. They had earned their spot, um, in, in the FCS playoffs and in the FCS quarterfinals. And so to see it go, not, not just go wrong, but to go so wrong, I think is what, what makes it sting a, a little bit more for them and, and for their fans as well. Um, but, but the beauty is, is, you know, I guess we'll wait and see on the transfer portal because that that's a thing that we all have to worry about um, for any team that we pay attention to anymore. Um, but that aside, there's a lot of guys and a lot of pieces that are scheduled as of now to be coming back. And, um, you know, I think uh, there, there's been a major culture shift in that locker room and that program as a whole. And, and uh, I think, you know, we won't know, and I've said this a lot, we won't know just how big this season was until maybe two years, three years down the road. If they go on from here and string a couple more successful seasons together and, and make the playoffs an every year thing, then we're going to look back at, at 2023 and say that was the year where USD really arrived and became a consistent player on the national scene, let alone the Missouri Valley Football Conference. So to this point, while there's three FCS playoff appearances under Bob Nielsen in six years, that's great, that's fantastic, but you don't get to the level of an NDSU or an SDSU until you start putting those things together consistently year in and year out. Bob Nielsen has said that's, that's, that's our expectation, that's what we want to have for our program, but now going on from this point forward, 
this ending is what it is. Tremendous season, uh, a lot of great things to build off of, but what happens next year in 24? What happens in 25? That's where we see the ultimate result of all of this success this season. Yeah, you look at what SDSU has done, and they, it was not overnight. They no. they added a little bit more each year. They kind of chipped away at that mystique of North Dakota State and, and tried to get up to the top of the mountain themselves, and they finally made it last year, but it was a slow, very impressive, but it, it was a steady, slow process. It didn't happen right away, and, and you, you just you just can't expect for it to happen right away if you're a Coyote fan because you're dealing with the South Dakota State and North Dakota States of the world and the Montanas and Montana States. There's some really good football in the FCS. And you've got the external factors now of NIL and Transfer Portal that, that those teams, as they built those those programs, didn't have to deal with and are now. But to get where they are now, that wasn't part of the equation. And so it's even tougher to build that year-in and year-out now because you know there's so many teams at the next level that are looking at that success and saying you know what i think that guy can do that for us and we're going to give him a bunch of money and make it awful hard for him to say he doesn't want to come do it for us so um that, that's another piece of it too and, and and there was a lot of talk it's the sdsu built their um their powerhouse you know can they get over the hump because they were coming up a little bit short mm-hmm. consistently there for a while when they got over the hump, it started to look real good real fast. And and that's what, you know, as much as those two schools don't want to compare each other and USD wanting to compare itself to SDSU, that's a pretty good model right now, especially right now. And uh, if you want to be where they are, you got to do a lot of the same things that they did to get there. Jay Elson's our guest from Midco Sports. He covers the uh, Coyotes all season long. What was the most enjoyable part of this season for you as someone who was an observer and somebody that was there to tell us about how things had gone for the Coyotes? Well, I think that day at Fargo was pretty special. Um, you know, I mean, that's that's something that, you know, in in my 12 years, this is my 12th year, uh, covering the program the way I did this year, and I've seen them win there twice. And they've only won there three times in the last 40 years, so that's, that's saying something. Um, but that's immediately a day that comes to mind um you know i think also you know seeing this team respond to the adversity that it did have you know coming off the loss to south dakota state and their season could have turned in a very different direction at that point and instead they go on the road to southern illinois the very next week and they get a big win and then they come home the week after that and they they got one out against north dakota and then all of a sudden you're, you're not talking like okay playoffs aren't really a doubt anymore you know, they're, they're in. It's a matter of how high are they going to be? And, uh, you know, just finishing the job out, uh, against Western Illinois and then having some things fall in their favor. You knew at that point, boy, this team has done something really special. And, you know, it was really fun to be around, um, after watching things go the way they did last year, you know, in such an up close and personal way to then see that dynamic and that mood. And that culture just completely shift in such a short amount of time. Uh, that was enjoyable as an observer to watch, um, especially up close, and, and to see those guys have success and see how they responded uh, to the challenge that was in front of them. I mean, it would have been very easy after that loss to you and I last year for a bunch of guys that were big contributors on their team last year 
that knew that they could play probably at a different level or somewhere else and contribute in a big way as well. Um, it would have been easy for a bunch of those guys to say, you know what, I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm try somewhere else, and I want to have success now, and I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to wait. Well, you know, they they took the other approach and and decided, you know, we're going to stick together, and we're going to keep working. We all have the same goals and the same common interests here, and uh, we're going to attack it. And uh, we believe that we can be a whole bunch better than we were a year ago. And you know what? They went out and they did exactly that, and uh, you know, with, with and they did it the right way. And uh, I think there's a lot for them to be proud of. So from my standpoint, I had as much fun covering that team and that program as I ever have. I mean, you and I know, Mark, <laughs> doing this as long as you and I have, that it's always fun when you get to cover a winning team yep. because everybody's happy and they're good. <laughs> they're excited to see you and they want to talk about things. And so that makes your job infinitely more easy, let alone enjoyable. So, um, you know, the success was, was a lot of fun and just getting to go down and sit with coach every week and talk about him and see how, you know, how the proud, uh, how proud he was and how, how much his confidence can be, continue to build and what they were doing, uh, just with each passing week was, was something that, uh, that I won't soon forget. And I, I certainly hope that it becomes something, uh, you know, that we get to see again very, you know, on that more consistent level, like I was talking about earlier. Hi, Jay. Thanks a bunch. And, uh, we'll do this again soon. Okay. Sounds good, Mark. Thanks. All right. Jay Elson, our guest here on Calling All Sports. I'll be right back. Does every home in your neighborhood look the same? Looking to give your home a little more pizzazz? A new garage door from Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls is the easy way to give your home that new, refreshed look. We offer a variety of styles and options to fit any type of home. Stand out in the crowd and contact Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls. Now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. For that extra special gift, look no further than the Diamond Room. Justin Shadow and his staff will make the entire experience an enjoyable one. We've been helping customers for almost three decades, and Alone Spectre has actually been in the business much longer than that. We have the largest selection of loose diamonds in the region. We also have two in-house goldsmiths and two graduate gemologists on staff. Visit the Diamond Room at 3501 West 57th Street, Sioux Falls, or call 605-362-0008 for an appointment. Or you can always check out our new website at thediamondroom.com. For those who don't like to be still. For those with things to do and the drive to get them done. For those in search of a partner to help make it happen, there's a bank. A bank that listens, acts, and impacts all things right here. Dakota Bank. Go with experience. Go with teamwork. Go with integrity. For banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Dakota Bank. Here for you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, insurance and trust services, not FDIC insured. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet, Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-10. Or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. Are you looking for a fun, rewarding place to work? At Arby's, they've had plenty of people make it into a fulfilling career, like Denise Hone, who started over 30 years ago. It's not just a job for me. It's a family environment where I've always enjoyed coming to work every day with a smile. 
there are great opportunities for advancement, and we would love for you to become part of our team. Find out more about working at your favorite Arby's. Apply now by texting Big Beef to 85000. You hear me talking about great life every day for a reason, and it's not just because my son Nick Ovenden is the president. Actually, Dad, I honestly don't know if there's anybody who gets more out of their membership than you, and that's just with the golf you play. You spent half that time at the uh, fitness centers. What are you implying? <laughs> That I'd love to have you work out with me every morning at 6 a.m. I don't think so. How about waiting until I'm awake? Well, good thing most of our facilities are open 24 hours a day, and we've got a friendly, knowledgeable staff that'll help you get started or even keep you on track if you need to be, Dad. Let's change the subject. When are you adding new golf courses? Well, we're always looking ahead for our members. So in addition to the courses that we have in the region, we also have Great Life courses in Kansas City, Topeka, and now Arizona. Now you're talking. Hey, hey, can you help me hit it further, too? Yep, any time of day. But as for straighter, I sure can't help with that. <laughs> I, I know that. <laughs> but our golf pro certainly Four. can. <laughs> Give us a call or stop by any of our locations to see what we're all about. Or go to joingreatlife.com. Live, play, better at Great Life. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Houston Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. And if you are uh, in the mood for a really delicious burger, how about the Wagyu Burger? It's back for a limited time at Arby's, and uh, they've got the new one, the Cheesy Big Bacon. It's a Wagyu beef, uh, beef blend burger with bacon, Swiss cheese, American cheese, lettuce, tomato, onions, pickles, and burger sauce on a toasted bun. How good does that sound? Plus... They've also got the strawberry shake back all the way through January. So if you like those things, then stop in to Burger uh, to uh, Arby's soon and get the big Wagyu burger. It's uh, it's delicious. The holidays come but once a year, and Master Force 